hundreds of thousands of people disappear this place. And when you live in, in that kind of environment, it's very difficult to ignore whatever is going on because the atrocities were such that you either become proactive or you completely ignore whatever is going on. And we decided to become proactive. That's Alfredo Cachach, founder of the Sunfest in London, Ontario. You're listening to Cafe International. I'm Dan Rosenberg. And on today's show, we'll learn how Alfredo Cachach came to Canada in 1985 as a refugee from Guatemala and ended up founding Canada's largest free world music festival. We'll also hear music from some recent performers at the festival, including Bahuko from Colombia, the Gryphona Collective from Belize, Daha Bracha from Ukraine, Jupiter and Oakwest from the Democratic Republic of Congo, and Frander from Sweden. All on today's program. Stay tuned. listening to Cafe International. We're here this week in London, Ontario with the founder of the Sunfest, Canada's greatest world music festival, Alfredo Kashach. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me, Dan. It's a pleasure. So this is the 29th year. What gave you this idea and did you have any thoughts as to this would go on for three decades <laughs> and become like just this unbelievable festival. I don't know how many stages you have. What, five, four or five stages? Five stages. Five yes. stages. It seems like looking at the schedule, probably 100 performances or 80. Yeah, during the whole weekend, yes, close to that. I came from Guatemala originally. Apart from being a teacher, I also was a professional musician. So when I left Guatemala with my wife and my son at that time, I was uh, 1985, which was one of the most difficult periods in Guatemala's history. You know, we were still under dictatorships. And my family was very affected by the whole conflict. We came here as refugees, as political refugees. So basically, the Canadian embassy took us out of the country. And they said, you guys really need a quiet place. And they said this to London, Ontario. And we couldn't believe how quiet the place was. But that was 1985. What they didn't tell us actually was that uh, we were coming into the most conservative city in Canada. The racism and discrimination were just horrible at that time. So music really was a tremendous vehicle for me. Kind of a mental therapy to adapt into this new environment and face all those challenges. So one of my first jobs was to work for a local NGO that had to do work related to refugees and new immigrants, newcomers. And I was part of a, the development education area there. And, and through that NGO, we were able to get some kind of support from, at that time, used to be called the Secretary of State, which now is the Department of Canadian Heritage, and gave us little grants to put together a series of uh, poetry, storytelling, those kind of things, but first-generation Canadians. And those very first sessions were so successful that they came back to us and said, we have a little bit more money, can you expand into other disciplines? And of course, that's what we did. And of course, we incorporated music and incorporated dance and start putting together some concerts. We're going to take a break and listen to some music from some of the performers at the latest Sunfest in London, Ontario. We heard a taste of Bahuko to start the program. They're an Afro-Colombian group from the Pacific coast 
of Colombia, where you'll hear a lot of marimbas in the music. The song is called Corral. just one of the nearly 100 performers at the 2023 Sunfest in London, Ontario. That was We Waste from their latest album, A Bond. Now, more of my interview with Alfredo Kashach, the founder and artistic director of Sunfest. You mentioned you came as a refugee to Canada. Can you talk a little bit about what life was like in Guatemala? Well, if you review the history of Latin America, pretty much from the 50s to the, the end of the 80s, most of the Latin American countries were under dictatorships. Pinochet, for example, in Chile, or Videla in Argentina, you know. The story in Guatemala is probably one of the most cruelest one in terms of the rulers that we had at that time. That dictatorship was the most criminal one in Latin America at that time. Unfortunately, they didn't have the international attention that other countries were taking. Hundreds of thousands of people disappeared, displaced. So when you live in that kind of environment, because the atrocities were such that uh, you either become proactive or you completely ignore whatever is going on. And we decided to become proactive because we couldn't ignore all these atrocities that were happening. And of course, becoming proactive also meant that you were taking a risk of your life. That's exactly what happened to our family. We lost two of our brothers in this struggle. Oh my God. Yeah, and uh, the, one of my brothers, the youngest man, was uh, kidnapped by the paramilitary forces, and we never saw him again. He's oh one of the hundreds of thousands of disappeared people 
that you know we continue searching you know for the remains and then in 1985 because we knew that had been the government who had done that we uh, we were very publicly you know the dancing the government for the return of our brother we knew that that wasn't going to happen because Guatemala is the only country in Latin America that never had political prisoners. You know, you disappear and you were gone. El Salvador, Nicaragua, other places, they had all kinds of political prisoners, but not, not in Guatemala. So in 1985, my oldest brother was assassinated by paramilitary forces in front of his house. And it was just a couple months after that we had to leave the, the country. The Canadian Embassy at that time had a group of people monitoring the highly political cases. Our case was very well known. They came over to us and said, you need to leave because you can be the next. And that's exactly what happened. So me and my brother Victor uh, left Guatemala with our families. And uh, we had no choice because if we didn't leave. Who knows what's going to happen. So. Oh, I'm just so sorry about what happened. I mean, this is just heartbreaking. Here we are, what, less than 40 years later after, after you came here, and now you're running one of the most important global music festivals, not just in Canada, but anywhere. And I'd imagine you, you gave a beautiful speech after um, the Swedish group Fronder performed. Everything at this festival is free. I guess that was part of your vision. What, yes. Maybe you can just recap some of what you yeah. said and, and your beautiful vision for this. Sandfest is not necessarily just a festival. For me, it's a social project. It's a social project that really aims to bring people together through music because really music is such a powerful vehicle in bringing people together. And, and from the moment, from its inception, we thought we have to make this free and accessible to everyone. This is the country that is so culturally diverse. Let's give something in return making this accessible, inclusive to everyone because we truly believe that art should be in that way. It's more than a festival. It's a social project that really aims to bring everyone together. And this is what you have experienced this weekend here in London, just to see how many people of different colors, races, languages, social and economic status come. I'd imagine coming here as a refugee from Guatemala, that's probably been something that has inspired the lineup. I mean, because there's so many bands from all over the world. And one of the things I've noticed, you seek out music that is created by refugees or about something po very politically important or Dacha Bracha here that their whole country is being threatened and invaded and their culture is under attack or the Garifuna Collective that, mm. that played last night or playing tonight a language that is threatened and 30 years ago you could have never even imagined that people around the world would hear about Griffin and music. You mentioned it's more of a festival, it's a social project. I, you probably seek out projects like this in the music that you present. It's not just, oh this is a fun band to dance to, mm -hmm. it is, they are fun to dance to, but they also really have something important to say. Oh absolutely, in this particular lineup for this year we brought for the first time to a festival in Canada, Sara Kuruchich from Guatemala, who is uh, the first female indigenous singer-songwriter that is now is making her name and start traveling the whole world. And it was very important to us because the political conditions in Guatemala right now are so challenging, you know, even worse than at the time that we, I left the country. 
and she herself has been threatened in, uh, for denouncing what's going on in Guatemala. So apart from being such an, an amazing artist, musically speaking, he has that social content, you know, that is important for people to know that you know, through her music, she's trying to make a difference in the lives of so many people. Let's take a listen to music of Sara Kuducic. This is Pueblos featuring Lila Downs from her album Mujer Indígena. Sara Kuducic from Guatemala. Ти без мене, що неділі, і збирала хайно. 
heard a taste of music from the Ukrainian supergroup Dachabracha, and before that, Jupiter and Oakwest from the Democratic Republic of Congo. We've been speaking with Alfredo Kashach, the founder and artistic director of Sunfest in London, Ontario, Canada's largest free global music festival. And I asked Alfredo how he chooses the artists that perform at the festival. Obviously, the first thing has to be artistic quality, but if they have some kind of social political message that will inspire others to make this planet a better place to live, that will be an incredible bonus for us. That goes along with the vision. And it's so nice to hear from all the musicians saying, you know, music is bringing all of us together. And this is exactly what the vision of the festival, the vision of Sandfest, because we truly believe through all the atrocities that are happening now and continue happening throughout the world, art, you know, music is the alternative. It's the alternative to make substantial change in our communities and our countries, to make this place a better place to live in, enhance the cultural, social and political life of all the our communities. Well, Alfredo, I want to thank you so much and congratulate you on this absolutely magnificent festival, Sunfest in London, Ontario. Thanks so much, Dan, for having me. Uh, a big warm and fraternal hug to all your listeners. That was Alfredo Kashach, the founder of Sunfest in London, Ontario. We're going to finish up with a little more music from the performers at the 2023 Sunfest. This is Fronder from Sweden. For Cafe International this week, I'm Dan Rosenberg. Let's go.